Oh, shit, I should probably get water before I hit that, that button. Keep it's okay, bro. Just hydrate that. with uh, hydrate with Monster, bro. No, I already had one today. Did you? Yeah, so I'm like, I don't really don't want to double down on the monster. I, uh, <laughs> I asked my buddy to bring me one yesterday because I'm uh, I'm on antibiotics and I can't drink at the moment. So then I was like, you know, okay. Uh, ne- next best thing, right? Yeah. And he brought me like the big ass one, and I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> thanks, bro. Yeah, man. So I was pissing out this nice dark green <laughs> shade of grass today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's a cool copy. Hold on, one second. Let me get to my water. He needs his hydration, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, because I don't want to die. Because I well, it is like a 96-degree day. Yeah, Sweltering hot out there. Direct sun. Probably get a tan if you just step outside for more than five minutes. True. True. It's okay. It's the pre-roll. Keep it relatively down, I guess, right? Oh, well, you just woke your kid. Oh. True, true, true. Sorry, Adriana. All right, so I guess we'll get this popping off, right? Is that what the kids say now? Yes. I'm going to take that off because it's, it's really not that interesting of a talking point. Whatever. I'll, keep, I'll, just, I'll just skip it. I'll Good just skip copy. it. Good copy. Uh, ready, Gabe? What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Second City Kids Podcast, episode number 84. 84. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to try to keep it relatively quiet so I don't disturb my wife and my child any further than I already have. That's the name of the game. It is a brutal, hot, stupid day. Oh, on, yeah. On the south side of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, with me today, I have Gabe. Hello. What's going on, What's going on buddy? We oh, took last week off because uh, we just couldn't line up our schedule. Yeah, man. Shit uh, happens. Yeah, we had a family thing, and I know you had to pick up your dad, from, your dad from the airport. Yep. So we just couldn't line it up. So we took the week off, and uh, we're back at it. Yet again, right? Yes, sir. Back so, at it. Uh, for the last two weeks, how have you been? A little bit, a little bit of a of a mixed bag. Good stuff. Okay. Um, I can't really think of the good stuff off the top of my head, but there was definitely good stuff. And then bad stuff. I got a. You're gonna get a good kick, a good kick out of this, right? I have. On. Um, do you remember? I don't know, like maybe six weeks ago when I had a, a boil on my ass and yeah. I was like fidgeting around. <laughs> so now, so now it's on my other ass cheek. <laughs> And it's evolved into an abscess, so it's like this pocket of fucking pus in my ass, bro. It's, it's disgusting. Wait, so is the other the other boil still there? No, no. So my, my left ass cheek is okay, but my right <laughs> ass cheek is, yeah, dude, not fun. So no good games for you, Gabe. Uh, what's up? <laughs> no, because I said no. So no good games for you. What do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no good games for me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, man, if you. Uh, if you looked at it, it I shit you I'm not. Good. I'm good. I, I know you're not, but it looks like somebody shot a like a nail in my ass and then took the nail out. <laughs> so Ew. yeah, man, it's uh it's a lot better now. But like last week, I couldn't walk. I had to cancel this hike we were planning for like three weeks. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to happen yesterday, couldn't do it. So, ooh. <laughs> but yeah, man, lo- lo- lots of mixed, lots of mixed bags. Interesting. Okay, that's cool. Me, nothing. I've been up to nothing. Been that's doing good, nothing. Though, yeah, I've been planning my child's birthday party. That, that's uh, that's two weeks. Two weeks up. Yeah, just about. Uh, we're, we're a ways away. She's just rounding that corner on that on the year mark. On the one. That's uh, scary. Very, very scary. But yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later. But um, so first off, to, in order to start off this podcast on somewhat of a somber note, uh, we obviously were very late to this party because it happened last weekend. We couldn't break it because we were doing stuff. But uh, Kyle Pavone of we came as Romans. Uh, fortunately, has passed away due to accidental drug overdose. It was accidental. 
so um, I don't really know how they could tell the difference between one or the other, honestly. Um, but yeah, it's sad. He's a young guy, twenty eight years old. Twenty eight. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he's I, Adam's age, right? Adam's what? What is, what is Adam now? Huh? Adam's thirty. So, so, he's, so he's a little younger than Adam. Yeah, he's my sister's age. So um, sad. It's very sad. Uh, I was used to be a really big We Came as Romans fan. Kind of fell off of it a little bit. Not as big on them anymore. Still kind of kept track of them, but never really yep. got, had the interest that it used to have before. Uh, and no one did nothing like to... What's the one I'm looking for? Disrespect. He was probably my least favorite about the band. Least favorite thing about the band. Um, so, but you know, it is what it is. Obviously, we don't want that to happen to anybody. So... But yeah, may he rest in peace. Yeah, but do you have any opinions on this? Uh, I was never really into We Came as Romans, but you know, seeing as uh, he he's from our neck of the woods, it's always important to support your local scene. And uh, and yeah, man, I know he's got a his family's got a GoFundMe at the moment. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, sometimes music doesn't always pay the bills. Yeah. So you know, any anything's appreciated there. I know a lot of the community members like Spencer and and like uh garrett you know they're all like oh we're you know we, uh, we miss him yeah you know seemed like a nice guy everybody seemed to have nothing but nice things yeah. to say about him so. um you know and, and that's something to say yeah that's something to say so uh we'll miss you kyle yeah and uh we'll see what the next chapter of we came as romans is if there even is yeah one. if there even is one they haven't uh outright said that they're going to cancel that tour that they got coming up they haven't outright said it so probably, uh i i could probably tell you that uh the the dude from Capsize and Austin from Ghostkey could probably cover most of their stuff. They have similar vocal ranges, so yeah. you know, I don't know because it'd be a shame to cancel it, especially now that Capsize is back in full swing, which we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. And Ghostkey, a, a band that kind of needs more exposure, mm-hmm. you know. But we'll, we'll still figure something out. Yeah, I always we'll, do. We'll figure that out as they go along. But yeah, uh, so may he rest in peace. That's what we're opening up the podcast. And like I said, the other one I'm going to skip because it's it's really not that interesting of a talking point. I mean, they're they're, they're experimenting with commercials on Netflix. Oh yeah. Uh, so they become the th- the very thing that they desert, they swore to destroy. So. Um, so you can actually opt out of it. There's a link to opt out of okay. all of Netflix's experimental stuff. Uh-huh. Um, if you Google it, you'll find it. I don't have the link for you, and I'm not going to spell it out for you. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I ain't even about that. But yeah, there's definitely a whole thing to opt out of all the experimental Netflix stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you got hit with one of the commercials, I didn't. I don't. No. I don't think anybody I knew did either. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you did get hit with them, you know, opt out right now. Yeah. You never know what they're going to throw at you. Yeah. Might be good stuff. Might be bad stuff. But coming from somebody who works in IT, uh, betas is what we'll call this. A, a, like a beta, a test phase. Um, it, it's kind of thrown out there to find issues. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so that's that. Actually, yep. See, like I said, not that interesting, but yeah. Uh, so let's, let's move on. All right. So this is something that we wanted to tackle as the weeks have gone on. Obviously we talked about it on previous weeks, how me and Gabe were going to go through Halloween, uh, one through, what is it? 10, uh, it 10 movies, 11. No, I think this, the, isn't this the 11th, the one coming up Ooh. or is this the 10th one coming up? Hold on. Let me think. I don't know, man. You got like four or five movies now just named halloween yeah well we talked about that <laughs> that's another thing but um but yeah so we're gonna tackle this and reviews this as quickly as possible and i could talk very much like in length about the halloween as franchise as a whole and probably about each individual movie what i liked and disliked so this is what we're gonna do uh gabe since i know you're not as familiar mm-hmm. uh we just want i can't you could just give me like what you felt watching because obviously we're doing the first two because we missed last week right uh, how you felt about the f- films individually um you know how you feel the the franchise as a whole is going up to up to the point that you're at and um all that good stuff and me i kind of just summarize my general my general opinions because i don't want to take forever sure uh so let's start off with the og halloween from uh 
79? 78. 78. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, first and foremost, it, it was like good watching this movie again. Because, you know, if you if you live around the Chicagoland area, you've heard of Sven Gulli. You know who that man is. Mm-hmm. That man in Berwyn with rubber chickens galore. But, uh, but yeah, dude, like I've caught this movie probably, I don't know, a dozen times mm-hmm. throughout my lifetime, you know. And it was just so good rewatching it and just feeling that like sense of being like 13 again or whatever yeah. it was. And... Uh, I mean, this is the movie that kind of started off the franchise. That's, you know, the the obvious thing to say. But there was a lot of good stuff going for it. I liked uh, a lot of the direction Mustafa took, like that whole um, exterior shot where it's Michael walking around the house, mm-hmm. uh, for, you know, for the time 40 years ago. That was insane. Yeah. And uh, what else is there to say about it? The, the most memorable scene in that movie for me, and you're going to be like, what? But uh, it, it's, um, it's the scene where... Lori and her friend pull up to the hardware store and we're, you know, so we're smoking a fat doobie and her dad's like, you know, you're gonna be, aren't you going to be late? Yeah, that scene. And, I, you know, I think it kind of stood out to me because that was probably the most colorful scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you have very like almost like grayscale and very like fallish colors, yeah. know, which, which I do like. Yeah. Um, it, it really kind of conveys the idea of Halloween well. And um, my girlfriend's actually seen this one, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. So Shrek, <laughs> Shrek. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, but um, <laughs> she enjoyed it. However, she did kind of point out some discrepancies. Okay. Uh, the first one is that Michael moves like lightning. He's yeah. zip zap zubity bob type of shit. Yeah. You know? Um, which is which is fine, man. Like I said, this was a, a lower budget horror movie from forty years ago. Yeah. Like they. Mustafa had to force these scares almost to yeah. a point, and um, and other than that, man, my only my only kind of like real gripe with the movie is when he's in one of the houses. I can't remember which house it was, but he stabs the dude, and he's like hanging from the cabinet. My whole thing is, and you know, this product of the time kind of thing is, it would have been so much creepier if it, if the camera would have panned to a shot of like the bottom of like the cupboard and the cabinets. And you just slowly see the body like slide down. But like I said, you know, it was on a budget. Yeah. Uh, that's just kind of like my own thing. Yeah. You know, we'll probably see that in like a further rendition of Halloween. Maybe even this one. Uh-huh. We pull the same shenanigans. But Halloween one was a great watch. Um, it it kind of kept me, uh, kept me involved and committed throughout mm-hmm. the movie. You know, mm-hmm. like I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't like looking at other stuff. I was like watching Halloween. So that that was one. That's my review of one. Okay. Oh, uh, just give it a star rating. I got a five. Out of five, I'd probably give it a solid four. Four, okay. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, Gabe. I think I think we're back, Gabe. We're back. All right. For those of you who don't know, which is all of you, except the people who are sitting in this room with me, uh, the podcast cut out, and then my and food we had came. a Chipotle break, and then yeah, then my food came. So yeah, but luckily it wasn't uh, gone for very long, and uh, Gabe was just about to start his Halloween two review. And uh, so, Gabe, since you were able to sit on that for a little bit, I'm sure you're going to have a much more refined opinion on this. You, you know what? I didn't really refine my opinion. I just kind of enjoyed the presence of the Mummy Returns. Oh, yeah. That's true. Out in the background. Yeah. It was a uh, yeah, good movie. But uh, so, H2. No, not H2 because that's the Rob Zombie one. Can't call it that. H2O with the mermaids. No, that's uh, no, that's not that movie. <laughs> and no, not that one either. Halloween 2. So, uh, uh, Medea's Halloween. Uh, Abu, right? Um, okay. So, Halloween 2. Was a well, it's a direct sequel, right? It picks up right where yeah. Halloween leaves off, and the majority of the movie takes place in the hospital, which I thought the setting was pretty cool. Hospitals are super creepy. Yeah, uh, like the opening two was that Exorcist one, two, three. Exorcist three. You ever seen oh that? Oh my god! That's, show? A, no? that's a deep cut. Yeah, that's a deep cut, right? I, I ain't going that far. 
Um, I like the setting. I, I kind of have issues with how Myers behaves because if you kind of look at the killings and you kind of like, you know, look a little deeper beyond the surface blood and gore, he's not very consistent with what or how. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, you know, the kill weapons because, um, okay, for example, they're taking the sexy, sexy bath in the fucking pool therapy, right? You remember yeah. that? And he, he boils them alive like lobsters. Yeah. Except without the claws. And well, then, he boils one with them. Oh, he boils one of them. Yeah. And he strangles the other. Those two those two are congruent. Yeah. Those kills, right? Because you can tell that Michael is in the sort of state of mind where he's just uh, like a like a sadomasochist. You know, he just wants to inflict pain. Yeah. But then in the main doctor's office, when one of the nurses pops in, he just gets her, oh. you know. Uh, <sighs> My issue with that was that it was a very peaceful killing. And it doesn't kind of reflect on Michael's character. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he let her go relatively easy Compar- yeah, comparatively yeah comparatively yeah. right because he got the doctor right in the fucking eye yeah she like you, know? you know but it, it was just a nice little snip snip um i don't know man halloween 2 it didn't really do it for me okay i felt myself losing interest okay uh, a couple times throughout the movie but it, it falls under the category of inevitable sequels cash cows and i got no kind of real issues aside from the whole you know michael thing mm-hmm and I, you know, I told Manny, I was like, he was played by like three different people in the first one. Yeah. So, but I don't know. It, it was just kind of more, I felt that Mustafa didn't take as many risks as he did with the first one. Yeah. And I felt there was a lot of like, l- let's go for the shock factor. Yeah. And, and not the good kind where it makes sense. The kind where it's shock just to be shock value. Yeah. You know, that was kind of my issue with the movie. Okay. So, um, it was an okay watch. Mm-hmm. I think I'd be fine without seeing Halloween two again. Okay. What's your star rating out of that? Mm, like two and a half. Yeah, I think that's fair. Two and a half, yeah. maybe three on a good day. Yeah. Um, so let me just kind of wrap it up with my general opinion on the, these first two films. Halloween, uh, obviously we talked about it in the past. It's probably one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I think it's one of the greatest of all time as well because I think it perfectly establishes a character, a killer, and uh, kind of a vibe. It's a vibe thing. Uh, it's, and it's very important to the Halloween. I think it perfectly cap- captures that. Um Obviously, not the most gory movie. It's not supposed to be. Low budget, as you mentioned earlier before. Um, but it's all, like I said, it's all a vibe thing. It's all a music thing. And that's why it's so great, the first one. Now, the second one, uh, you are 100% correct. Uh, I think it's definitely a step down. It's not god-awful where it's like you're just unwatchable. But uh, they did try to, uh, while like Halloween kind of set the standard, this one kind of tried to follow the trend where it kind of became, you know, maybe the more graphic graphic kills and where they kind of look back at it and they're like how can we make this more halloween yeah yeah and um yeah they took the the kills were a little bit a little bit more over the top not like violent but um the worst was things were just like maybe we're just trying to follow what this movie is doing or that movie's doing or what you know i mean things that kind of just make it bring it up and i think that it was even something mustafa akada even said he's like we need more gore we need more violence and it's like well not necessarily um the how the first one did it with kind of almost minimal gore. Yeah, very minimal. There was gore where needed, but yeah. aside from that, it wasn't like an abundance. Yeah. And um, so I think that's part of the, you know, the, the, the aura and the vibe. Uh, like I said, I think I kind of put it, it was like a two, it's three. Like I said, not unwatchable, but definitely something that I wouldn't go out of my way to see. If it's on, sure, yeah. I'll flick it on, but I wouldn't. I, I will say, however, because this is also the movie that introduces the whole Oh, they're related. The sister thing, yeah. And it it makes sense on one level, but on another level, you know, in a story 
telling perspective, it makes sense. This is why he's pursuing Lori. Yeah. Right. I get it. They needed a reason. Yeah. You know, but on a, like, like a director's perspective, like from a behind the scenes point of view, yeah. there's like nothing to lead up to this point, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, why would you not put in little clues or references yeah. or, or shit like that? And, and you know, at the very end, it's just like, oh, by the way, they're related. And then everybody's like, huh? Yeah. It was just a tie-in. It was just something that they threw in last minute to kind of give them a purpose, unless you don't really need that. And, and like they, my thing was that there's no, I don't want to say there's no reason, but there's no kind of like good execution to it. Mm-hmm. Like I get it, you need a reason why, why Lori, why Lori. You know, mm-hmm. we're all wondering the same thing, but it's like this isn't the way to do it. Yeah, you know, you could have recapped the opening scene from the first movie, and like Harry Potter style, where you see the crib. Right, yeah, in a different room, or you know, some shit like that. Yeah, whatever. That's just me. Yeah, and um, this is a true story. He, uh, obviously, John Carpenter did not want to make a sequel. Um, he was kind of forced to because they said, "Well, if you want us to do your next films, you're gonna have to do this one because it's a cash cow." So he said that he sat down every night uh, with a six pack and just wrote it, <laughs> and didn't have much passion behind it. He kind of phoned it in. Uh, I think that's something that he's uh, like. That's something that he's been very strong on. Like he just didn't want sequels for the, this movie and up until now he's been completely uninvolved in the creative process of all the other ones so uh yeah so good sign for uh for mcbride's halloween for h4o h4o as i call it but yeah um overall i would agree with your assessment uh too not, not as good watchable not horrible uh for absolute classic i think it's fair to say four is your favorite no, I'm saying, um, sorry, one is an absolute classic. Four is my favorite, though, which will. Gotcha. So are we going to, um, are we going to do three? Because next week will be three. I have not seen three. Ooh. So, and by the sounds of it, it, it you, you probably think it's a total shit show. Well, not necessarily. No. Actually. Um, I, I will watch all these movies. So, three. shit show or not. Let's do three. Jesus Christ. This is the, the what, the witch hunt one? or Season the of the witch? witch. Season of the witch. Yeah. Uh, and this is a uh, I, very uh, few complaints about Halloween 3. Uh, very few of them, like the reasons why people dislike it. You never you never, you never hear, it's, I don't like it because it's a bad movie. You hear, I don't like it because Michael Myers is not in it. That's a lot of the criticism that it gets. So, I guess... You'll see, because I've seen it before. I may need a refresher on it. So once you get done with that, you got you still have my, 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 my box, right? Yeah, I have your box set. Yeah. Uh, have both your box sets. Oh, yeah, man. What the well, fuck? Nightmare. Turn that, man. I'll bring a hey, fucking blockbuster, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah. So bring bring once you finish watching it, bring it back. Maybe I'll get like a nice refresher before we roll sound next week or something like that. Cool, Let's cool, watch cool. it together, bro. Oh, I mean, it's a date, bro. Did you pick up your ticket for a pound of burning body? No. Do that. When is that again? Saturday. A week from now. Or six days from now. Money's kind of tight, so we'll see. Eek. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, we'll, we'll maybe watch it together and we'll, we'll see what's what's going what's, yeah, what's gonna go yeah, on. Gotcha. Uh, but Halloween 3 is next. It is next week. Uh, so, if you're interested in that. H3O. Yeah. H- no. No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So, H3 is next. So, like I said, if you're interested in our opinions, tune back in next week. And we're going to continue to do this until we reach the end. October uh, 27th, is it? Okay, trying that again. This is the third time that's done that. On so the show. that was uh, that was my review of Superbed. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed. 
Yeah, so I don't know what's going on with that, but that's the second time my audio has stopped itself. I'm going to have to keep an this, eye uh, on it. This podcast is cursed. Yeah, I guess it, so. It has the curse from the mummy, bro. Yeah, that's well, what it was. We got to go feed uh, feed crickets to the scorpion king or some shit. Crickets, huh? Like the phone. Cricket phones. Oh, okay. To the scorpion king. Nice. I had a buddy who had like, I don't know, maybe six scorpions. And uh, I can't remember what kind of scorpions they were, but he had them as pets and they would glow under a UV light. It was pretty cool. Why would they do that? I It's something to do blood with type their... Or blood or something? Uh, shit, don't quote me on it. I think it was like the, the the armor they have on. But yeah, like I said, don't quote me. I don't know too much about that. But oh. there's a certain breed, a certain species of scorpion that glows under UV light. It's pretty cool, man. A little scorpion lurking around in like, you know, the green. I mean, I guess it was not very scenario, very many scenarios where a scorpion and a UV light are in the same kind of environment, I guess, right? <laughs> Naturally speaking, at least. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess that's a fair assessment. Weird. But yeah, so I don't know what's going on with the podcast, but that shit's pissing me off. And if it does it again, you're going to hear me say, okay, that was this week's podcast and <laughs> we'll, do, we'll, we'll catch up next week. But yeah. So you have next topic. I do. So... This is, I mean, I, I know it came out with, they had a movie a couple years ago, right? Um, so this is, I guess, they're going to revive Veronica Mars, right? Man, why does that name sound so familiar? I can't put it, it was like, a, a finger on it. I think UPN CW show. Basically, she, what, what, what's, what, what was she? Was she like an like, investigator? Like a teenage investigator? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was, uh, who, who, who's the, what was her name? Kristen Bell, thank you. Kristen Bell played like a like a teenage detective, and it was just like weird things that happened here in her hometown or whatever, and she would kind of, yeah, be a detective and all that. Uh, it was a popular show, uh, lasted uh, you know a decent amount of time. Obviously, Kristen Bell's career blew up, and she just stopped doing it. And I guess they're gonna the the rumor is rumor has it they're going to you know bring it back and uh, carry it on with with so her. We're getting a Sabrina revival. We're getting a Veronica Mars revival. Mm-hmm. Uh, supernatural still going on by some yeah, well, supernatural force. Yeah, well, man, I, uh, they do deal with demons a lot in that show. Maybe that's the uh, Vampire Diaries ended last year. Can you believe it ran that? Oh long? my god, really? Yeah, it ended last year. I'm surprised it uh, it outlasted the whole Twilight craze. That's kind of crazy. Uh, y- you know what? It, w- it was it was pretty decent in the beginning. I-, I kept up with it for a bit, but it was one of those where they kept going and they kept going. Didn't have and, any good ideas. Yeah, and just kept it on, kept they, on moving on. Yeah, essentially. They did what supernaturals do. Uh-huh. How, how do you beat the devil and still have shit to fight? That's a good point. You know, <laughs> like all the four horsemen. Yeah, the devil. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna get into that. No, I got, I got issues. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this because I know how we talked about how Buffy was gonna come back, right? Oh yeah, and we got Buffy coming Buffy, back. Yeah, what is Buff- this? The late '90s now. Yeah, Buffy's coming back. Uh, and I thought about this because in canon, Buffy, Angel, all in the same thing, yes. right? Yeah. Well, in Angel, when the series ended for Angel, um, they were going to take on a whole bunch of demons and the world was ending. So how does that tie into Buffy's ending? Because they kind of have to retcon that whole thing. Yeah, man. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. That's for that's, that's the writer's um, problem, not mine. Yeah. I'm just a consumer. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. God damn it. This is not... It didn't stop, I don't think. Please don't stop. Thank you for telling me my computer does not have issues. Uh, McGaffey, you're the best. Now go away. Uh, the guy who, John McAfee, who started that, is fucking hilarious. He has his own YouTube channel, and um, he, he's not part of the company anymore. Okay. Right? Sold and, it. And he has Naturally. a video on how to uninstall McAfee, and he does, like, blow off, like, strippers, and, you know, he does all this wild, stupid shit, and at the end, he's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. You should definitely look into it. Interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, so, 
yeah, like you said, the kind of bringing back all these kind of shows, which are good because I do like those kind of shows. And um, what are we missing, bro? We just need a reboot of uh, Interview with a Vampire. Hey, there you go. But yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, this one's you, Gabe. Well, oh, I know shit. you've been you've been monitoring this whole thing very closely. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so we talked about uh, the the whole nun dilemma, right? How they took down the YouTube ad. Um, so here's what they did to get back at those people and at YouTube. Here's like the five second commercial, right? It shows a painting of the of the nun, and they're like, "Real advertisements were too scary for YouTube, so here's a painting." <laughs> on September seventh, <laughs> and that's it. Hey man, I was like, "Wow, dude, this marketing team—they have balls." Somebody give them a fucking raise. Yeah. So that's actually out this Friday. I don't know if I'm gonna go see it. However, you know, I gotta give credit where it's due, man. Mm-hmm. That's some good, clever stuff. Yeah. That's kind of cool. The like original that. advertisement was too scary for YouTube. So here's a painting instead. The painting is kind of terrifying still. Did too. you see it? No, no, I haven't seen it. I'm just saying. No, but it's, it's a painting it, of the, the, the demon nun. It's yeah. kind of creepy. But yeah, man. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of a... I thought that was really clever, man. Keep me updated on the progress of this whole entire situation. Good Gabe. stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, the movie's coming out. So yeah. it's probably going to be the end of our discussion. <laughs> Bummer. Cool. But, yeah, very cool. So uh, do you remember uh, the show I brought up probably a month ago called yeah. Disenchantment? Yeah, yeah. So Matt, it's Matt Groening's new project. He's the creator of Simpsons Futurama, and he's you know done, done a lot of work in the animation industry. Yeah. Uh, so I started plowing through Disenchantment. Um, it's got the same animation style as Futurama, which I do appreciate. It's, a, it's I think it's a very unique kind of look. Okay. And it actually has a lot, a lot of voice actors come back from the Futurama series. It does not hold the same weight. Okay. As Futurama. Um, you know, I, I guess it's not a fair comparison because Futurama has been on and off the air like a dozen times and it's run for 10 years, maybe longer, Ten, probably than that. longer than that. Yeah. There's, I don't know, 11 seasons of Futurama, something mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, there's only one season of Disenchantment so far. My, my biggest issue, especially with Matt Groening, and, you know, he obviously hand-selected his team to do this, but a lot of the jokes are very surface level. They don't go any deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And that's fine and stuff, but this is coming from a guy who's, you know, like a hardcore into your work kind of stuff. And to see that you don't have layers on your jokes anymore is kind of disappointing to me. Maybe... Um Maybe he's just not putting that kind of effort forward because it's still, it is the first season, and he just wants to see if it's something that's going to stick around. I mean, I, I guess that's absolutely fair because uh, you know I can only imagine Netflix is on a per season contract basis. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I, I I do think that you should check it out. I think that anybody should check it out. It, it's a it's an easy watch. Yeah, it's pretty pretty simple premise. The, How many episodes again? I'm on episode eight. I think there's maybe ten. Okay, but they're half hour long episodes. Uh, the princess is your typical rowdy alcoholic bar fighting you know in, in a princess body and then she has a little personal demon and this elf and they all do you know they get into fucking shenanigans yeah, yeah. uh i think storytelling is good um uh, my biggest thing is just the jokes like there's some where i was like ha but the, you know that's about it i didn't like rethink it 10 minutes later i was like oh fuck that's really good actually yeah and so mm, you know if you're looking for something to put on and just kind of turn off your brain too i think that's good mm-hmm. for me however coming from you know futurama uh-huh. being probably my favorite like adult animation period it's uh it's kind of a disappointment but we'll see interesting interesting we will see i i would say it's worth the it's worth the first two three episodes and then you can decide on your own interesting because okay. like i said man i i kind of hold matt to a higher standard interesting so 
That's my little quick review. Cool. I'll probably uh, give you an update when I finish the season, but let me know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, some big news coming out. So, I don't know how many, I don't know if you've ever watched Shameless. You ever watched Shameless Gabe? No, I know they film it in Chicago, right? They do, yes. Uh, basically, it's like the ultimate white trash family and their shenanigans. Essentially, that is right. the, the point of the show. Uh, and uh, Emmy Rosam, Rosam, Rosam. Uh, she plays Fiona, who's like one of the main characters in the movie. She's like the older sister who's like a fucking mess and an infomaniac and all that Always has her tits out. Always no. has her tits out. Uh, is leaving the show? Why? Uh, she just Ooh. bigger and better things, I guess. I, I don't really bigger see. and better tits. Well, I guess, but you don't really see her in anything else other than the show. So I'm like, eh, maybe not be the best choice, but maybe she just wants to move on with her life. I don't know. But uh, big news for a lot of people. I know a lot of people can't stand her as a character because she's really annoying and really stupid. Does some really dumb shit. Um, and I'm I kind of in that camp as well, but and I don't really watch Shameless like that like that anymore. But uh, it is a, a ridiculous show, and it is quite funny. So uh, I know a lot of people care about it. And I just wanted to throw that out there. Eat. Yeah, I don't really give a shit about Shameless. Yeah, I get you. Um, it, it, it's one of those like, why would I just not watch Jerry Springer type of thing? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. It's not uh, a total. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. It's yeah. like live action Jerry Springer. I, I got um, goes on. I got some higher priority shows to plow through before like I get what? to Shameless. Um, I promised the buddy I'd watch uh, this show called Made in Abyss. It's, a, it's an anime. But that's next up on my list. And I got to catch up with a couple of things. And then we have all the fall stuff coming out. So, yeah, man, I'll be absorbed. Interesting. Yeah, we got the JoJo's Part 5 coming out. It's fucking great. <laughs> okay. So, should be good. Interesting. Should be good. All right, dude. All right, so I believe that wraps up uh, the, the, the movies. Movies and TV, yeah, man. Nice and quick. The movies and quick the TV. And I mean, it, it was really like an hour. <laughs> I wouldn't really call it. All these technical difficulties. And Chipotle. And Chipotle. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so moving on, Gabe. Okay, I got the first gaming topic. Let's talk some Siege. So uh, since we spoke last, Siege was uh, on free weekend. It was, uh, what do they call it? It was a battle royale to the Siege. So they were kind of inviting all the Fortnite players to play uh real fucking shooter yeah um, oh you're right um so you know all uh it was, all the characters are free and sh- stuff like that and then if you bought it i think actually up until august 27th which was last monday you could have gotten the game at a 20 percent discount and that worked out for me because you know i built the rig recently downloaded it and it was 22 dollars for the advanced edition with the 10 outbreak packs and the r6 points bought that bought the year two pass um yeah, man. So that's fun. I had a couple really fun encounters. One of them was uh, we were playing hostage on Consulate, and somebody picks Fuse, okay? <laughs> and what does the Fuse do? He does the very Fuse thing to do on hostage, right? He blows up the hostage. And so, um, you know, this is on PC. You have a text chat. I was like, hey, Fuse, are you new or are you memeing? Yeah. And he's like, I'm new. I was like, oh, don't sweat it. It happens yeah. to all of us. You know, he clearly. And, and then he was like, oh, is I supposed to know that? was gonna happen i mean i'm just chuckling i was like oh man. i mean it, it would kill your teammates <laughs> yeah man but uh you know th- that's just kind of the new mentality the new player mentality i should say is just there's so much going on and you know you don't want to fuck it up so you play a character like fuse or like ash and then you get murked or yeah. even worse kill the hostage yeah but it happens no, i mean i've done it probably two or three times yeah. i know you have right yeah at one point or another in beta i was doing that shit in the beta Oof. yeah yeah man and then uh Met a couple of uh, strangers online. 
Oh. So they're they're actually a really good team. We had some real good like feng shui going on there, man. Feng shui. Yeah, we had like uh we have like a five zero streak of just wins. Ooh. So like I said, total strangers, and we just queued up together one game, and I was like, hey, you guys want to queue up for the next one? They're like, oh yeah, you know. So really good call. It's really good teamwork. Um. Just overall solid plays. And I think you don't get that on console anymore because even if I don't want to speak to them via mic, I still have the text chat option, mm -hmm. right? And so my usual setup is I'll have Discord in the background, which is similar to Skype. So that's always on. And I'm talking to my buddy, hey. you know? <laughs> so I talk to my buddy in the background and then I just press a button to talk and sick, you know, Rainbow Six chat. Mm. And that's the usual setup. But these people were just, I don't know, man. There's some really good feng shui going on. Cool. And also, uh, you never told me Legion was so much fun to play. Yeah, he, I'm, he's one of my He's ridiculous. Bro. We talked about this. So good. Yeah, because he so has good. all sorts of utility. He's, the longer he stays alive, the better off he is. You know, I um, I thought there was like a hard cap on how many of those goo traps you could have out. Nope. Well, there's like a nine. Nine? Like nine. But that's like the, the, the length of the match. So you're obviously not going to live longer than the match goes. Because so. I think I've had like maybe six out at one point. And I was like, they just keep growing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. See, he's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's for sure. And then um, his weapon is just fire. And then, uh, so I played, I don't know, I put probably six-ish hours into the test servers. First impressions of new ops and here for based coming at you right now. Okay. First of all, I want to talk about the weapon misalignment fix. Okay. The weapon site misalignment fix. Weapon um, misalignment fix. Okay. So the, the issue, for those of you who don't know, is that in the current version of R6 on Parabellum, uh, and everything beforehand, a lot of the times when you would fire your weapon, your bullet wouldn't go where the reticle is pointing at. And yeah. that, was, that was a big issue, right? And so what they did was they fixed that. So now your bullet goes to where the reticle is pointing every single time. Anybody who has a SMG pistol secondary is getting a hit. Uh, Hibana is getting a big fucking hit. It's stupid. The mm -hmm. SMG 11, stupid hit. Smoke, stupid hit. Um, Dokebi. Doki Doki. Mm -hmm. That's okay, though, because it... My okay. <laughs> my impression is that on the DMRs, it's stupid good. Yeah. It is ridiculous. A couple of key highlights here. Ash and Jaeger, you thought they were easy to play. They're even easier now. It's ridiculous. It's um, Russian Badger described it as a point-and-click adventure, and he <laughs> could not have gotten that any more perfect. I like that. That's why. Because I, I specifically picked up <laughs> Ash. Click I, spe I specifically picked her up because I haven't played her in a while, and mm -hmm. I was like, I'm actually kind of curious. It's ridiculous. She mm -hmm. has, like, even less recoil at this point. Wow. That's ridiculous. Uh, that being said, let's get into Maverick. Maverick has my favorite primary in, in the entire game. I like it better than the Vector. I like it better than the MP5. I like it better than Thermite's 551XL or whatever it's called. That AR33 is fucking ridiculous. Put a compensator on that thing, you're set. Mm -hmm. And it is loud. Dude, it is fucking loud. Yeah. Like I had my headphones on. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I love that thing. It's great. Maverick's a lot of fun to play. He's not going to be a viable hard reach. And here's the issue why. they uh, <laughs> He got the fastest nerf in the West, and so they made his torch louder. And... Um, there's kind of a lot of issue with his torch and how it plays. The first one being is that if you're going to carve out a hole for you to crawl through, which is the most viable option out of all of them, realistically, because, you know, it's going to take forever to carve a standing one. Uh, like a crawl hole is still going to take you forever. Second thing is that it's a, you know, that it works both ways. If you can see them, they can see you. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, you're going on OBJ and they got a good angle, you're, you're pretty much done. Mm -hmm. So you got to be really selective on how you use the blowtorch that being said though it's a pretty cool gadget 
Um, I know I've seen some people use it to get murder holes from like the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I've seen some people to get pretty interesting angles. Like we were playing a um, cafe mm-hmm. and on the set of stairs, they were playing train and on the set of stairs on the far end by the little closet, mm-hmm. he burnt like two or three holes, like, you know, softball size. And then he just picked them off from there. Yeah. So that was really good. Um, yeah, man, uh, Maverick and Clash both are operators that are only going to be really good in the hands of like pro league players. Okay. Because right now, like I said, Clash is kind of up in the air, man. Clash, you got to have like a, you can't solo queue with Clash. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. You got to have communication with Clash because she, she can't revive with the shield. She can't bash with the shield. All she can do is play some mean defense. But if you don't have that backup, if you don't have a guy coming, you know, like, hey, I got somebody on me, and, you know, you got your boy coming to get a frag, and you're pretty much done. Hmm. That being said, her switching speed from the shield to the uh, to her secondary is pretty quick. Hmm. Uh, so you could probably pull something off if they're not paying attention. Is it is it fast going both ways from gun to shield? Or oh, shield? that's actually a good question. I didn't... It, it's, it's definitely fast going from shield to secondary. I couldn't tell you the other way around, okay. though. But um, kind of in the vein of Mortal Kombat, Clash is made to punish players who mess up, who are not paying attention, and who slip. Mm. So, um, and she's very aggravating to play against, too. Mm. Unless you're me and play Maverick, and you just think, poof, poof, poof. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a nasty kill I got. They got to do, do something about that, because she's too easy. You, all you got to do is walk up to her and melee her, and she fucking her whole thing kicks up. Well, she has the uh, the taser. I mean, yeah, but... It doesn't do damage, but you can hold them back. Like I said, Clash is a very interesting and bold move for Ubisoft. They're taking creative leaps. This is not... This was not like a safe operator to put out there, yeah. you know, and I appreciate that they're taking leaps. And like I said, these pro strats that you're going to see with Clash, the things that are going to make her viable are going to come from pro league players mm-hmm. being like, this is how you play Clash. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like like a Muzenkab, bro. Like if you don't know what you're doing with a Muzenkab, it's like, oh. but if you get the right build and you get your strats and you get your honeycombs everywhere, they're done. A Muzenkab, that's a name I haven't heard since... Before well, the Clone Wars, bro. Well, isn't it? Isn't it a valid point though? If you yeah. have no idea what you're doing with the Muzikabi, it's not like easy to pick up. Uh-huh. You gotta have setup. You gotta have the build. You gotta have the whole strat run. Bro, I, I play Muzikabi. I, I know. I know. You main. <laughs> I to, yeah, I used to main him. Man. But Clash is very much in the same vein. If you could get a good setup, that's it. Mm, that being said, Maverick still though. I I like his loadout better than his gadget. Well, I think that's uh, who else kind of has that kind of the same kind of setup for me. Where I, I don't really care about their sledge. Well, sledge has as as good you know utility. Vigil, vigil. That elephant gun is stupid. Yeah, Oof. yeah, that's true. Vigil's one of them. Like I don't really, I mean, you use it, but I don't think it's gonna change the 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 tide of the game unless they're like they're really bad, you know. Oh, and they also took away Maverick smoke grenades. They swapped okay. those out with stuns or claymore, I believe. Or because it would have been uh, glass and yeah. heavy. That's it. Yeah, I mean, Glass still has them, so it's yeah, okay. Sure. But um, that being said, I don't think the meta is going to change too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because Maverick's hard counter is if you're paying attention, yeah. you know, he's going to be caught with his pants down. Yeah, that's the thing too. You got to kind of, you don't got to be there forever, but you, you got to spend some time making that hole. Yeah, and that's the thing. And you know, and nine times out of ten, if walls are, um, if walls are what's gonna call it, reinforced. People are going to be watching them anyways because a yeah. therm- thermite charge. Yeah, I've had it plenty of times where I'm going at a wall and then think yeah. I get one tapped because the dude's he's watching. He's it's watching it's not quiet anymore. Yeah. You know, it's you could hear the. Yeah. Any any defender worth their salts is going to hear it 
they're going to be like, oh, Maverick. Yeah. Interesting. So that's his hard counter. Clash's hard counter is that she can't really do much with that big dumb shield up, man. So I think the meta is going to stay she's relatively. She's more of a like, a like a pusher. She's yeah. a support defender. Yeah, she's a, she's a like, like you said, strong defense. To, so like she pushes people off. She's very much like Aphrodite, man. Like on her own out there, just woof. But uh, you know, you, you get her out there going with another like like on her. That's uh, are you combo. trying to are you trying to hop back into smite tonight, bro? Is this maybe, what it sounds? Maybe, maybe, maybe. That's what it sounds like. But overall, Grimsky is excellent. Careford base. Uh, I, I hate calling it that because it's, it's not. not. It's um. It's weird, man. It's like foreign. It's um, lots of good fixes. Staircase is fixed. Um, dude, that's all I could really say, man. It's not the same map. Yeah. And in a good way, I will miss this last rendition of. Well, it was, this one's like a, a revision. While yeah, yeah, yeah. While Clubhouse was Clubhouse was more it was just of a, a remake. Was a rework. Yeah. It was, it was a, a mulligan. Yeah. Clubhouse was a mulligan. This is a completely new deck. Yeah, it's a new. And yeah. uh, it's good. I'm glad to see Hereford back in the ranked cycle. Um. That being said, I I have news. I don't hate tower. I I actually kind of enjoy tower now. Oh no! I hate skyscraper. Oh no! I hate, more specifically, I hate defending on skyscraper. What's the problem with defending on skyscraper? There's no good spots. Bedroom sucks. Offices suck. Tea room is fine. Tea room sucks. Tea room is fine. Tea room sucks. Tea room is fine. Garbage. <laughs> Tea room is garbage. Offices are fine. I know. No, offices give me anxiety. <laughs> Hey, that's a youth thing, Gabe. <laughs> I mean, I, I hate defending on skyscrapers. That's just my thing. Mm -hmm. And then even worse, I hate house now. I completely hate house. It's so stupid. Because I told you that map was built for five, like five that, ups. That is, a, that is a rendition of Nuketown for Rainbow Six. Yeah. That's all that is. There you go. And it's, it's so cancerous. I, I hate that map. I don't know. I just hate it. It, it. It's one of those, this is the smallest map we can make. So, hey, you new players, learn it. And then all the experts are like, hoo, hoo, hoo. Yeah, <laughs> from four walls away. Yeah, getting spawn peaked. Yeah, man, redonkulous. Yeah. So, what changed your mind on tower then? You know, um, cause cause I started off none of my stuff carried over from PlayStation, um, so I had to kind of start over. And you know, being in casual, you get queued up with tower every once in a while. I don't know, man. I played probably a dozen games of it, and I was like, this this kind of feels good, man. Maybe I just gave it some unwarranted hate for having no map knowledge and you know still being kind of new. But now that I'm 90-ish hours into the game, I could say that Tower's kind of fun. You know, as long as you don't go down the elevator shaft, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Copy that. I still hate Tower. I don't. I don't think it's that bad, man. I'm just. I'm. I'm glad to see we, uh, Favela come back around. We'll see. Um, we'll see if they fix any of the issues. Yeah. But yeah. So good, man. That's that was the siege. The yeah, siege man. Um, Grim Sky comes out on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, right after Labor Day, so be on the lookout for that. If you want to say goodbye to to Hereford Base, you know you got two days to do it. So yeah. Salute one last time. Indeed, indeed. All right, Gabe. This one is you as well. well. What's the next one? I don't even know what the next one is. Okay, so PlayStation inflation. We talked about. Um, you see how that ran? Is that like the new reward system? <laughs> no, it's not. Um, have you seen the rose gold PlayStation? The five hundred million or whatever. Yeah. So, you that that was retailing for the regular price of the five hundred for the PlayStation Pro. And what it came with was just some fancy bezel, the rose gold, which looked really nice on it, and a couple of extra ding-dongs, knick-knacks, controller. Yeah. Um, so that sold out, and people are selling it now for upwards of $900. So I just kind of wanted to throw it out there because scalpers always ruin everything. Yep. So yeah, man, because I, you know, I, I frequent the Ebays a lot, mm -hmm. and I saw it up there. I was like, Jesus Christ, $900 for yeah. a PlayStation. You could build a high-end computer for that. Yeah, that's well, true. mid to high. 
Yeah. You know? Pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Like you said, scalpers ruin everything. Bastards. Well, yeah. Well, that, that was my whole rationale. I was like, why would you spend $900 on a PlayStation that has the same functionality as the $400 yeah, one? It's just the way it When looks. you could put, you know, when you could buy probably the, the regular Pro for the 400 and still build a computer, too, yeah. for the remaining five. Yeah. You know, and you could game on both. Yeah, it's pretty bad. And and so that was, uh, yeah. it, it's great looking, not worth a And it may be uh, my personal preference, but I still think my God of War is the best looking PlayStation. It is definitely a good looking PlayStation. Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah. So, yeah, that's ridiculous. I don't know why people fucking do that shit. I don't know. If you're not going to play it, leave it alone. You know? I don't know. It's a collector's item. Yeah, I guess. So, uh, what gaming channel did you get this from? This no, this is me. This, this is, is you. My thought process all right. behind all this. So we like we constantly praise Siege for the case study of what to do with your game, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the other day, Ponce Snapchatted me uh, the PlayStation Store and it had Destiny on it, and it was free. Destiny Two is free right now on the PlayStation Store, right? So I'm like, I texted him, I, I messaged him back. I'm like, still overpriced, right? Because, you know, I just have really bad negative feelings about Destiny as a whole due to the first one. And I'm like, you know what? Let me let, let me download uh, Destiny 2. First off, it took like nine hours to do it because the file is just stupid, stupid big. How many gigs? Do you remember? 65 or 66 or something. Siege is 60. So yeah, I know. Well, Siege is good. Um, <laughs> Siege is worth the space yeah. on the drive. Yeah. So here's the, this is 100% a true story, mm-hmm. uh, what I did last night. So I downloaded the fucking game, right? Um, then I put it on, I played it for 20 minutes, realized that it's the same bullshit and I deleted it. So it's a case study of not what, what not to do is because when you come out with a sequel for a game, the idea should be to learn from your mistakes off the previous game to expand on the good ideas. And to flush out anything that was kind of thin, right? Now, I will give them credit for this. For one thing, they actually tried to make you give a shit about the story. Unfortunately for me, I played the first Destiny. Wasn't all that intrigued. Don't give a shit about the lore. Don't give a shit about the story. So I just plowed through and uh, skipped everything, right? So Destiny was a game originally that came out with so much hype. supposed to be the next Halo supposed to be the greatest thing in gaming was supposed to never replace halo yeah it was supposed to be a a 10-year uh commitment to creating content um yeah yeah okay out here wearing the uh the baby blizzard hat yeah and um they released an incomplete game that multiplayer felt silky smooth and it was felt good but you had it lacked very little content like it had no nothing, it had nothing at all going for it, other than the multiplayer felt good because that's the engine. It feels good. That's what the engine does. Um, I didn't even get a chance to play the multiplayer for Destiny Two because you have a level cap on it, and I was just plowing through the fucking story, and like I said, for like twenty minutes, I could not care any less about what was going on. I don't care about the last city. I don't care about the light. I don't care about this, that, or any other thing. It's funny because they actually took my character model from mm-hmm. the first game and transitioned over and like, okay, all that cool stuff you had about the character, we're just going to take that away from you and you're going to start bare. So, rip. granted, my the, like I said, my shit was underpowered anyways because I stopped playing before the, the first DLC came out, the expansion came out. But why I, I don't understand that, the, the idea, the thought process behind this. 
um, it's a cash cow and they're trying to grab people's money and they're trying to with this free weekend oh baby if you like it you could buy the DLC. <laughs> We're so smart. I remember when making your game free was a sign of defeat. But now it seems just to be a way of getting new players. Well, it, it is a sign of defeat. Yeah, uh, it's subjective. I mean, it's a sign of defeat if your numbers are down and the game didn't produce the way it was supposed to. And um, what didn't catch the hype train that it, the original one had at first. You know? Yeah. Um, for them, it is a sign of defeat because... It, who, who is the uh, studio behind Bun- or behind uh, Destiny? Bungie. Bungie. Mm-hmm. Here, here's my thing with Bungie um, and Microsoft kind of right now at the moment. Um, oh, actually, we got, we got some more topics to talk about now that I mentioned Microsoft. Um, my, my thing with Bungie is that they released the uh, this thing called the Master Chief Collection. Yeah. Which is the, you know, the big Halo collection. And, uh, and it's just with all the updates that they've released, everything is now just kind of starting starting to be bug free. And it's been out for, what, a year and a half, maybe two? Two, two years, two yeah. Years. I think so. And so uh, my, my kind of thing is now that a lot of, I feel that a lot of these, like, OG Xbox gamers have moved on to either Sony or, you know, like myself, gaming on PC. It's like, why would you not release the Master Chief Collection on PC? Yeah. And that's kind of my big thing. Like, I would, you have no idea how quickly I'd buy that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, wasn't it a, didn't they have, uh, like, a fan-made... Halo Online, yes. Yes, you're El the one. That right. I, I play that. Yeah. I, I quite I frequent it. However, the multiplayer is great. Um, some very small issues, and that's understandable for being a free fan, you know, community-based yeah. project. My big thing is that the Halo story is excellent. It's probably one of my favorite lores, period, uh-huh. out of, you know, all, like, the nerddoms that I frequent. Halo lore is so rich and so good, and I want to relive the campaign again. Mm-hmm. And that's my thing. Yeah. Well, um... The problem with Destiny One is that it didn't have a story. They they had like a whole bunch of like stuff online that you can read. Which why the f- you'd be fuck surprised. I want to do that. You'd be surprised. No, I get it. I mean, that's good to have that stuff in the background, right? But your game should have a story. The most studying I ever did online was for a video game. True story. No, yeah, which which game was that? Dark Souls One. Okay. Story's in the background. Is it? It's there. It's in the background though, and you gotta you gotta kind of put everything together. Okay. And they leave a lot of stuff to subjectivity, mm-hmm. and uh, they did it well. Destiny yeah. did not. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got you put the, the, I'm sure that the, the stuff that was in Dark Souls was compelling as it was, though. Like the, the stuff that, like they, that they showed you that you didn't have to research Ooh, was compelling. Yeah. Destiny didn't have that. Didn't have anything compelling. We about should. It. I should bring over my rig, and we should have you play Dark Souls. Do I? Why, dude? Why? Why would you do that to me? Why? Because I I know what you're trying to get me to do. What? You're trying to get me to get upset. <laughs> Maybe you're trying to upset me. Why would I, why would I want to get upset? I like to zone out when I play games, Gabe. I'm not trying to have a heart attack. God damn it! Nice trap, though. A knight in shining armor has never had his metal tested. Shut the fuck up. That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's a case study on what not to do. Good copy. Uh, and um, like I said, I paid 20 minutes. I'm like, you know what? It's the same shit. I don't care, and I'm moving on. And I moved on. So um, yeah. That that's my. Do you know the the free games of the month this this month by chance? Mafia th- or oh, for September? No, yeah. I have no idea. But we are having the Spire Collection drop on the what is it? The twenty first. Okay. It's all three games. Uh, it's not just the remaster. They like redone whole components mm-hmm. and whole figures and stuff. I'm looking forward to it. It's forty bucks. I'm gonna scoop it. Me and my girlfriend are gonna co-op it through and through. Is it co-op? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Thought it was only a single player game. Ooh, I guess we'll find out. Yes, sir. Well, I'll pick it up for her. I guess. 
Yeah, right. I got uh, no complaints. Yeah, and uh, is it, I'm hoping. I'm kind of hoping that it's another one of those cases where the game is a lot harder than everybody remembers, like Crash Bandicoot was, <laughs> and everybody, <laughs> everybody's just raging over it. That's what I'm hoping. But um, yeah, copy that. So, okay. um, unless the topic, I'm gonna throw this out there. Modern Warfare Two is now backwards compatible on the Xbox One. Okay. So my theory is kind of almost thrown out the window. When you just a refresher, my theory was they knew Black Ops Four was gonna be bad. So they're like, hey, we're dropping story only for COD. And then once, you know, Black Ops 4 got all the negative feedback, they're like, oh, well, you know, we see what you guys want. We'll drop multiplayer. They essentially narrowed down their uh, target audience now. Because if you have a bone, why would you just not buy a used copy of Modern Warfare 2 for like $6 and play that? Why would you go out and buy the remaster for 60 for 10 times the price, right? Yeah. And then the thing is now that PlayStation and Sony just kind of have their dicks in their hands. And they're like, fuck. Yeah. So what is uh, Infinity Ward going to do now about that? Are they even going to bother dropping it anymore? Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah. But that is backwards compatible. Rev up the cancer because Modern Warfare 2 is back. <laughs> back, baby. Uh, I'll pass. Obviously, I don't. Remember, no to. Russian. Huh? Yeah, no Russian. That's for sure. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just kind of interesting. I think it's a very bold move, is your, what they did. Your uh, yeah, your theory was interesting, but uh, I really it, w- it was a little far fetched. I'll yeah, admit, oh, yeah. but it kind of made sense at the time because you got to these companies have to somehow communicate. They have to, you know, whether it be through Activision or not. I'm just saying it, that it, now it, it was a far fetched tad bit, but it kind of made sense. Well, I, I think I've um, lightened up on my criticism of. Uh, Treyarch in this particular instance. You remember when Treyarch was the uh, was the bad Call of Duty maker? You remember that? Before Black Ops, yeah. <laughs> and then it stopped after yeah. Black Ops. <laughs> but um, well, even World at War was pretty fucking good. Yeah. Uh, but um, I've light I've lightened up on my criticism of because after like I said, Activision they made a game that they wanted to make and then Activision's like it needs to be more Call of Duty so they kind of like whatever. So like the whole they had passion behind what they had going on before and then. Activision's like, well, we need to make money. It needs to be Call of Duty, and they kind of ruined it. Get so money I'm not mad at them. Hands off I, I don't know if that's just me being lighter on them because they're of the, of, you the, a soft spot for of my three uh, of the three of them. They're my favorite, yeah. but you know, oh well, that's my opinion on the matter. But so yeah, Gabe, this okay, game. So this is a new game. Uh, we discussed this on the last episode called mm-hmm. "We're in the World." Um, is Carmen San Diego? Yes, actually. Oh, so where is she? Oh. My pants. Okay. Let me pull up my list and we will get started. So I stuck to bands this week. Figured just keep it nice and easy for the first round of this. Okay. Where on earth is Chelsea Grin from? Salt Lake City. Nice and easy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this, this one's a fun one. Where on earth is Texas in July from? California, right? Mm, not that side. Other side. Mm hmm. The United States? Oh, yeah. New York? Too far? Too far. Just a tad bit too far. I don't know. Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. They're from Ephrata, PA. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, I thought your first jump would be to say Texas. No, no, I'm not. But, uh, <laughs> okay, what about this one, uh, Unearth? We saw them at Warp Tour. Are they Cali too? Mm, nope. Really? Not Cali. I don't know. You want a yeah. You, you want a good hint or a, or a vague hint? A vague hint. A vague hint. Yeah. 
Oh, are you a cop? Boston? Yeah, they're from Boston. Really? Yeah, the hardcore capital of the world. Oh. Boston, Massachusetts. Okay, next one. Uh, trivium. You might actually know this. No, I don't. No? Um, trivium. They're not foreign, are they? Are they foreign? No, Trivium's not foreign. No, what's what? Maybe in the earlier days I would have felt for that, but no, they're not foreign. They're, Who they're was domestic. The child of Bodom was foreign. Children of Bodom. Children of Bodom. They were foreign. Are foreign, I guess. They, you don't ever stop being foreign, I guess. Maybe you do, Gabe. I mean, you saw how Fez assimilated. Anyway, uh, where do you think they're from? Trivium. Fuck. Um, you want a hint? Sure. Uh, one of the forerunners of the genre is also from this state. And that forerunner dropped an album this year. There are like 35 bands that dropped albums off the top of my head. Okay, how many of them are like forerunners of the, <laughs> the genre right now? How many do you think helped pave the way for what metalcore is now? And hardcore and post-hardcore and just everything. What do you think? PA? No. Uh, Who the fuck is from PA? Well, they didn't release an album this year, I guess. Uh, you think ABR? Yeah, that's no, what I thought. No, 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 no. Well, well, it, you it, say it's definitely runner a warmer climate. Warmer climate. Mm-hmm. You remember that episode of South Park with the Jonas Brothers? <laughs> no. No? Damn. No. I'm trying to give you, like, good hints without giving it away. Trivium. Where are they from? I don't want to say Cali again. But you like- you, you want a, a, a vague hint or yeah. a good hint? Vague hint. Vague hint. All right. Let me think of a vague hint. <laughs> this, this is actually kind of difficult. Uh, a vague hint is that um, you can find back-to-back theme parks here. Florida? Very big ones, yeah. More specifically... Orlando? Orlando, Florida. They're really? Orlando. And the, oh, yeah. the, my, my first hint, the, the Pioneers, was under oath because they're also from Florida. I think they're from... Tampa. Tampa. That's what it was. I was thinking Ocala, but that might be a day to remember. Yeah, it's okay, yeah. Okay, um, this is a fun one. Uh, Sycamore. Where do you think Sycamore is from? I'm from New York. <laughs> You're from Sycamore, New York? They're from Syracuse, New York? No, they're from New York. No. California? Nope. Are they from New England area? <laughs> really? Nope. You won't believe me when I tell you this. Texas. <laughs> nope. Really? Where? Even wilder. Wilder than Texas? There's nothing wilder than Texas. They have tigers in their front yard. Um, think more polar bears. Well, not polar bears. I'm sorry. Think grizzly bears. Tennessee? Te- grizzly bears in Tennessee? Yeah. No. There's tons of mountains in, in no, Tennessee, no, no, bro. No, no. I don't know where. It's like a two-hour drive. Which direction, motherfucker? I don't know. Uh, there's, there's a grand total of two states you can pick from that are a two-hour drive from where we are. Three. Indiana? Three states. No, it's not. It's not the shithole of Indiana. Wisconsin? No. And that leaves? Michigan? Michigan. Really? They're from Michigan. From this little town that's... I don't, I don't even know how to begin to say this. It's Y-P-S-I-L Ypsilanti, Michigan. They're from Michigan, though. Okay. I thought that was kind of a, kind I, of an interesting I one. I thought they were in New York. I totally yeah, thought Yeah, because the name's Sycamore. Syracuse. And yeah, it makes get, sense. You get lost and all of that. Um, okay. This one you might know. This or the Apocalypse. Um, shit. From the angriest town in, in USA. Pittsburgh? <laughs> no. Close? Close? I, I'd, I'd be pretty pissed if I was a Steelers fan, though, but. <laughs> I don't know why they P- win. That's, uh, Pittsburgh was a good 
First guess. From the angriest town. Yeah, and I made this joke on the podcast, too, in May. How do you remember that? (laughs) Um, More specifically, because I went there. You went there in May. Okay, okay. Didn't you go to PA in May? Yeah. Of this little town that some band, some big-ass band is from. Lancaster? Yeah, they're from Lancaster. Really? This is the Apocalypse is from Lancaster. Okay. PA. I thought that was a cool one, too, man. Okay. This is really the Apocalypse definitely got that Cali vibe. Yeah, that's, yeah, what, right? that's, what, I'm, that's what I was thinking, but I'm like... I feel like I'll, I feel like if you're not from New York, you're from you're from California. <laughs> in my head, I don't know. So you've gotten you've gotten Chelsea Grin right? Yeah, uh, because it's because I knew that one. Huh? That's the only one you've gotten right first try so far. This is my last one. This is number seven. Um, this is a band I'm gonna see in a week's time. Necrogoblicon. Where are they from? How out there is it? Is not is it common? Mm-hmm. Take a guess. Take a guess. Oh, they would have. They're like surfer bums, so like they have to be from Cali, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yes and no. What the fuck does that mean, Gabe? Okay. <laughs> you want to guess the city in Cali, and then I'll give you San the Diego. answer. Uh, close. Actually, like a two-hour drive from San Diego. LA. Yeah, they're from LA. Uh, so so here's why it's yes and no. Yes, because they're technically from LA, but no, because um. In the Necrogoblicon lore, they're from the fucking John Goblicon is from outer space. Oh wow. Jesus. So yeah, man. You have any more? You have any more? You have any more? I only prepared seven for this week, but if you like this game, we can keep going. Do I do? I do. You uh, yeah, man. So so that was a little bit interesting. I I tried to pick bands that weren't fucking obvious. Yeah. How how, how do you think you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's. Yeah, man. The I'm, Sycamore one definitely threw me yeah. off. Yeah. Because I kind of swore I heard like uh one of my other podcast guys like oh yeah I used to he's a New York guy like I used to promote them when they were local or whatever, and yeah, it's like from oh. Michigan. Hmm. Crazy, crazy. Hmm. Oh, and a uh, quick, quick little side note on Sycamore. The, uh, the Screamer, out. Out, out, out. Really? Yep. They had some beef on the Twitters, and uh, the man has a drug problem. Okay. Everybody tried to help him, had the intervention. Nothing really worked, so they're like, hey. You got to go. You got to go, and I get it, and it was ugly, and kind of sucks, but whatever. Yeah. That's crazy. Shit happens. Cool. All right. So, what is the next topic? Music. Music. Let's talk music. Okay, so Manson, um, keep it nice and short. Manson passed out because of our old UPS buddy, heat stress. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that? You got to stay hydrated? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, I guess doing coke through your 20s and 30s doesn't really help. Yeah. So, uh, he's gotten <laughs> kind of fat, too, man. Have you ever seen yeah, videos? He's, he's, he's got like a dad bod. Yeah, he's, he's a little interesting, yeah. So, uh, and he's approaching 60? If Rob Zombie's... He's not that old. No, he's approaching 50, then. He's got to be mid forties. Look it up, actually. Is he actually fifty? Look it up. Holy shit! Is he really that old? Because him and Rob Zombie are on the same age. What? He's gonna be fifty something. That's crazy. Think about that. Maybe mid forties, I thought, but hold on, let me look. He's got to be at least sixty nine. He was born in sixty nine. Fifty. So he's gonna be fifty next year. Yeah. He's gonna be fifty fifty next year. Next year. Don't pass out from heat stress. Yeah, don't pass out don't from heat stress. Don't pull a Manson on us. Yeah. You work in the sun, too. That's, a, that's true. But yeah, uh, so aside from his shows being shit now and him not being able to finish the set, uh, yeah, man. Fun sorry, fact. Sorry to see that. Marilyn Matz is from the the same place my dad was born. Which is? Canton, Ohio. Oh, sorry to hear that. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, Jake, pull up the list. I know this is the one we want to talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, hold on, I get it. Uh, so this quick. is the. Uh, th- this isn't some. Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like us for? guessing what's what's. This is be. the actual track. This is the actual track list. Yeah. Uh, so it was leaked first, and then Ice Nine dropped it yeah. officially. So this is the track list. Go through it. All right. So the first two we know it's uh, the American Nightmare and they got it's Friday, we which is Nightmare on Elm Street and, and Friday the Thirteenth, respectively. Indeed. Uh, they also are filming their new music video right now. Yes, they are. They are. Tomorrow, or whenever. There's, I know they're Friday and tomorrow. Yeah, because yeah. you had to be available on Labor Day, mm. and probably have big titties too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> probably helps. Yes, but okay. So moving on, I think this one's fairly obvious. Well, the first, the first two, because we know, we kind of know. Which uh, number three, Stabbing in the Dark. Uh, Michael Myers. Yep, that has to be Halloween. Uh, and I can confirm that because that shirt... Was the name of Stabbing in the Dark? That was, yeah, that was called Stabbing in the Dark. So Copy. that is definitely the Michael Myers song. Copy that. Uh, number four, we also know uh, Savages, which is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. Cool. All right, so that's that's where... So this is where it's going to get, you know... Harry. Harry. Uh, the Jig is Up. I think that's pretty, pretty obvious, uh, too. Uh, I almost said Jigsaw, but uh, Saw. Yeah, Saw. I think, that. I, I think that's pretty... Yeah, it's a pretty easy. It's yeah. pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, this one, it can kind of go multiple ways, and I kind of want your opinion on this. A grave mistake. Uh, I spit on your grave. That's well, that's one. I also heard of um, not, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Uh, Pet Cemetery. A grave mistake. I don't. I don't think Pet Cemetery fits the slasher aesthetic. Have you not seen a pet cemetery? Not in a while, no. A uh, child murdering people because he was buried at a pet cemetery that's magical? On an Indian burial ground? Maybe we're thinking two different movies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that could, I guess all of those are plausible then. Yeah. Uh, Night of Living Dead. I think that was pretty good. But yeah, I guess Adriana said that one too, so I thought that was interesting. This one's pretty obvious to me as well. Rocking the Boat. Rocking the Boat Ghost Ship. Nah, I didn't think about that either. No, I, was, I was thinking... What, uh, what were you thinking? Jaws. Oh, <laughs> I forgot that's a horror, I guess. First one was a horror movie, yeah. Um, sure. sure, okay. Yeah. If you want to say that. Enjoy Your Slay, we know. Uh, what, what is Enjoy Your Slay? That's, that's uh, Shining, Shining, right? Yeah. Uh, freak Flag, I have no idea. Freak Flag? I have no idea what this even is. Freak Flag. No. What the fuck could that be? Clue. Um, Circus movie? Is there any spooky maybe. circus movie out there, maybe? Freaks? Freaks, freaks, freaks. Uh, um, uh, any, like, asylum thing that sticks out to you? Any, no. No? No. I saw that, this one was a curveball for me. I have I'll, no... I'll scroll through and see what I can dig up. Yeah. Uh, the World in My Hands. The World in My Hands? No idea. I have an idea. What is Kinda it? Kind of. Loose. Yes. And I think you're going to... You'll confirm this because you're more well-versed than I am. Uh, Hellraiser. I might have to murder my dogs real quick. Be right back. If that's, if that is indeed a Hellraiser reference, it's a very deep cut. That's not anything kind of surface level that an actual Hellraiser phone would know. So yeah, was it a reach, Gabe? It is definitely a reach, man. Definitely. But what else can it be? Got reached like MJ. Um, what's the next one? I don't know. The world in my hands. Scarface. It's not a horror. I mean, depending on how you look at it. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Merry Xmas. Uh, I think in Black Christmas. I thought that was. What did you say, Jade? You said something. Merry yeah. Black Christmas. Uh, Silent Night. Silent Night. Krampus. Krampus. Uh, I mean, he didn't use an axe, though, did he? No. Oh. Krampus with an axe is terrifying. Okay, what's the next one? Love Bites. Love Bites. Dracula was already done, so it's not that. 
love bites. What the fuck could love bites be? I can't even think of one either. Oh. Science of the Lambs? Science of the Lambs? Yeah. I don't know. Like the, the, the thing that immediately came into my head, I know it's not Kill Bill, but it was that scene where he's making out with the bride when she's still in a coma. It's fucked up. That was the first why thing that you, popped in my head. Why would they, okay. Because uh, well, Love Bites, horror. Oh, yeah, she did bite his tongue out. I forgot about that. You remember right. that? Yeah, yeah it's right. not a horror movie, but. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. And is that the checklist? No, there's one more. It is the end. Uh, it's the, Stephen King's It. Yeah, that's Because they thought. capitalized It. Yeah. You know, they kind of gave it away. Oh, which track title was the direct quote? It is the end. It is the end? Yeah. Oh. Child's Play. Child's Play. That's actually interesting. We'll see how that plays out. Because mm-hmm. they did capitalize it. It. So my, my first guess was Clowny Boy, Pennywise over here. Mm. I don't know. I guess we'll see. We got six weeks till the album drop. Very interesting, though. I think uh, I love the way that this mark, this like, track title list looking looks. It's pretty, pretty good looking. Cool. Let's talk the uh, controversial one. Sure. So uh, bring me the horizons back. <laughs> Are they? I don't think they're back. I think they went to a coma somewhere and we re- replaced it with some like body snatcher kind of shit with like Post Malone or something. I don't know. What do you think about Mantra? I think it's horrible. You don't like okay, it? Okay, here's the deal. It's not god awful, but I could probably, if this is what they're going to be going for, I have no interest. Even less interest than I did, did on uh, That's the Spirit. And that that was minimal at best based on what the sounds that we had beforehand. Now, I, I like, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. Uh, they are total, a total, I think at this point, they are a total loss. Give them to the radio. That's my opinion. Uh, I listen to it. I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Copy that. I know you're a little looser. I, loose, I guess it's, I don't know if. That's the right term, but I know you're a little uh, less harsh. Lenient, I yeah. guess. Less harsh, lenient um, on how they how they sound. Yeah, I think we share similar sentiment on this song. Here, here's my big thing. And, and take this with a grain of salt. I like it better than anything off That's the Spirit, which is something I didn't like. Mm-hmm. So one is always going to be greater than zero. Yeah. It's kind of catchy. Um, they do some cool production work and, you know, the whole... Uh, Microsoft Sam Montreux, you know, that was kind of cool, but <laughs> I, uh, this is not something I'm hyped for oh. and it's, uh, I don't know, man, I'll give the album a listen. Yeah. Um, are you going to get a good review out of me? Probably not. I'm probably not going to, we'll see. Um, it's an okay single. I got no real hate for it. Um, I got no real love for it. It's just kind of floating around, you know, I think after some paternal, it's safe to say that. They kind of jump, sh- jump the metalcore ship, shark, ship. Well, jump the shark. Meet like the phrase "jump the shark" is like they went too far and it was like a stupid decision. And jump ship, I guess that makes sense too. But they jumped the shark, in my opinion. Yeah, man. Well, we were on, you know, the 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 skeleton crew called Metalcore, and they hopped over to the fancy tea party. You know, of like radio music. Mm. No, because they're British. Tea party, Boston. Massachusetts ice nine. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's just kind of my thoughts on it. I like that's, that's my viewpoint. Like, yes, I, it's better than that's the spirit, but one is always going to be greater than zero. And that's my thing, man. It's like, I, I don't think they're going to supply what we're looking for. Unless it's a tumor. Zero tumors is better than no tumor or one tumor. 
On a health standard, yes. On a mathematical standard, no. Yeah, I guess. Is, is that- you said always, so... <laughs> It's what to poke, poke a little hole in that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. But, uh, makes sense. Makes sense what I'm trying to get at here. Yeah. Like, um, good for them and do you. Yeah. Do you. And uh, my, my biggest issue, I guess, with Bring Me the Horizon now is that, have you seen Ollie's haircut? Yes. I don't like it, man. Me either. I don't like it. I'm just saying if this song was a baseball, i throw it back. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Back into Wrigley Field, yeah. you go. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh, they can keep, They can have it. They can have it. I don't want it. Sign I don't nothing. want it. Nothing. You can keep it. That's my opinion on that. Yeah, man. I, I guess that's fair. Like I said, they're not going to give us what we're looking for. Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, I think we all kind of knew that was coming, though. I know. I think deep in our hearts, we really wanted something. We with, wanted like that death horror comeback. With a little more huevos. Like, yeah. Huevos rancheros. But you the hell part two. Yeah. But I think we all kind of saw where this was going. And like I said, they fully embraced like the... The shitty, like, you know, kind of, kind of a deal, dealio. Whatever, you know? man. You got to pay the bills. I guess. Okay, let's talk some as like dying. Uh, have you seen who's popped on the reappearing tour? Uh, refresh me. I did see it, but refresh me. Uh, I don't know the entire lineup, but our boys bleed from within are there. Nice. Which is the, uh, you know, I, I guess it was your album of the year last time. Has your album of the year changed? Uh, we actually have a new contender on this list that I want to talk about. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Okay. Well, but it's, it's, along with, I think it's still on the list, I think, though. Top five. They that. are tagging along with Asley Dying. Cool. I think that's going to be excellent for them. Let's talk about uh, who this contender is. All right. This artist kind of dropped a surprise album on us. Eminem. Yesterday. Kamikaze. Kamikaze by Eminem. Okay. Uh, I listened to it all the way today as I was helping my sister move out. And goddamn, yeah. M is back. He is back, and he's literally coming at your favorite. He's coming for your favorite rappers, ladies and gentlemen. I think the only ones he didn't go after was like Kendrick and Logic. He didn't come after Logic. There was like a like a small handful that he didn't go after, man. Yeah, Uh, the ones that are good. I think it's fair to. He even came at Common. Like that's something I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. When's the the last (laughs) time you heard about Common? Yeah. So he came at a lot of people, and uh, like he wasn't like like wordplay or not like he actually like called these people out by name and one by one knocked them down and uh, i saw a tweet and it's 100 percent true it says eminem came after your favorite rapper and they are not going to do a damn thing about it no how do you fight back against that <laughs> so yeah uh, i think it, crack- it cracks my top five i'm trying to i'm thinking like three two so what's number one well i'm reserving my number one spot right now uh okay so what's number two I think this might be it. This? I think this might be it. Kamikaze by Eminem might be it. Okay. Well, you got some words to say about that. Okay. You can have your opinion, but you got to remember that we still got... <clears throat> you ready? We still got an Ice Nine album. That's that's my reserve for number one. <laughs> okay. We still got a Silent Planet album. Uh-huh. We got a Capsize album. And I know you don't like them. Well, not as much as me, but we got a new Dead Ships album incoming. Uh-huh. So we, we got a lot of good stuff. Uh, the tail end of this year yeah yeah um no i think it's fair placement it's a really good album um you listen to it yes i have i skimmed through it uh i i need to be kind of back in that mindset though you know i've been been, i've I've been playing with fire chelsea grin stuff yeah pretty much chelsea grin and yellow card all week (laughs) a weird combination i know weird mix but uh oh and a a band i want to touch on briefly who also broke why would you touch them that's horrible 
This like is... like how Ariana Grande got touched by the pastor. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. I'm gonna, let me let me kill my dog again. Oh God. Kamikaze by Eminem. Jacob's number two. Right now. As of right now, as of uh, 24 hours after its release, we still have three more months in the year. Yeah, we still got three more months in the year. Yes, we do. Well, yeah. Oh my God. Th- three inclusive. Faster than any other year I've ever had. That's true. Cool stuff. So let's get into the uh, recommended. Yeah, dude, I got a fucking boat. I got a boat this year, on uh, or this week for stuff I want to talk about for stuff that I've been banging out. All right. And I kind of want to. You, you want to start it off? Yeah, I can start it off. Let me pull out my phone. All right. I've been trying to stay away from the the typical, right? Because I think it's uh, it's very kind of easy to get into the same kind of rotation. So we're going to start it off, all right, with a band. Oh, actually, we're going to start with the old, something that's old, old and yet new again. A Trey You. What out. did you rediscover? I know they're coming back with new stuff. I listened to the new stuff. Did you like it? Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, they are dad metal now, though. Yeah, that was a certified dad metal. Yeah. Uh, them and Trivium and... Uh, <laughs> and kind of other stuff that we grew up with is becoming dead metal. Yes, uh, they still bang though. Oh yeah. Uh, so what did you rediscover? Which album? No, this I I just jammed overall. This, yeah, I'm just jamming yeah, the new single's stuff. Single's very good. Yeah, it's very very good. Uh, and they did a great job, man. Good stuff. Um, also discovered a well, I don't know if they're new or I think they're local or they were or they're small time. Uh, they're called Ilan Vital. Uh, they have a new single called Unravel. Cool. It's fucking awesome. It's a little genty. Uh, but it has like the clean vocal influence. Kind of like Dayseeker. Dayseeker's kind of genty, but they have the the clean vocal influence, and it's very good. Just a splash of gent. Yeah, so that's that's good stuff in there. Uh, North Lane came out with some new stuff. Whoo! What did they drop? I believe it, it wasn't an album. No, it was a single called Vultures. Yeah, that was like three months old, buddy. What is it? Because it just came up on my uh, new for you. Yeah, that I, I meant to bring that up, but really, <laughs> yeah, North that Vulture song has been out really since like July. Yeah. Wow. But um yeah, man. Good stuff. I like North Lane. Uh liked them a little less when they lost the, the previous vocalist. But still like not bad. Yeah, about a month old, you're right. Um But still, good stuff. Good work. Good copy. Good job, guys. Um also this uh other single that I came across, uh it's called Eye for an Eye by a band called Execution Day. Cool. Pretty Very cool. metal. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, kind of a little hardcore influence. I like that stuff. Uh, and this is from a bunch of other random stuff that I downloaded along the way. That I, if I liked it, I know actually your boys are on here. Which song? It was um, "Cripple Crippling Slash Slash Form" by Victims without the I. I think you're, these are your guys, right? <laughs> no. Okay, uh, these aren't your guys. Victims. Ooh. Yeah. How do you spell it? V C T M S. I think you brought these guys up once, no? No, you're thinking Levin Mercs. Maybe that's what it was. But, um, ship or ships, 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 ships. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this, this is good. Uh, they have a whole new album called Volume 3, Halfway Happy. Uh, I've listened to about half, uh, half of it, halfway, halfway happy. Uh, and I like it. Uh, good stuff so far. I haven't got through the whole entire thing yet, but it was good. Uh, Blood You Starve, good stuff. Um, oh, Impending Doom, more music. 
possibly the most metal title of any. Yeah, that's pretty badass. That, that's a Kuma's burger right there. Yeah. Certified Kuma's burger. Yeah. Uh, possibly one of the coolest titles to a song this year, War Music. Like, it's just so vibrant and alive. And I like it. Good copy. Those are my certified bangers of the week. Okay. You ready for uh, the actual certified bangers? Oh, okay. okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Um, you remember a band by the name of Sleep Waker when I brought them up? Yeah. So they dropped an album called Don't Look at the Moon. Why, what's wrong with the moon? I don't know what's wrong with the moon. Does it, look like, does it, it is, looks like cheese? No, because like Iznami and the moon and you know stuff like that. Um, <laughs> dude, this thing, this thing bangs. Okay, like, relentlessly bangs. <laughs> like Definitely, your, like your head against the wall. Check that out. Okay, okay. And this next band. Um, so you remember our boy Will Putney? Yeah, yeah. You know, pro- probably one of the greatest like metalcore producers of all time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So fit for an autopsy isn't a thing anymore. It's not. Oh, I I know he's he's out, right? Is he? Yeah, he's out. I thought he was still. You want to know? Okay. Um. So that being said, uh, do you know who Brendan Murphy is? I think you do. I think I think you know the band. I don't know if you know his name. Brendan Murphy. He's from a band called Counterparts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Counterparts, yeah. right? So uh, Will Putney and Brendan Murphy, uh, two really good synergetic people, are in this project called End. I talked about this. Three months ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I just kind of got around to it, man. It definitely bangs. I told you it banged. I, I saw the, Did they have, like, the set from St. Vitus Bar. Yeah. Yeah. That was, Is it like good. Chewing Glass or something like that? Chewing Glass and, the and Necessary Death. Yeah. Yeah. I told you definitely about this. Good. I just kind of oh got around to it. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> See, it goes, I, it goes both ways, <laughs> motherfucker. Okay. Um, so this is a band that's very like poety core. Poet core. Uh, what are we going to call it? Poetry core? Yeah, we could do that. Poetry core, I think that that kind of works. That better. fits. Um, and dude, this thing hit me out of nowhere, and it was really good. It's a band called Mountain Mover, and the uh, title is Sympathy. It's really good. If you like, uh, it's such a poet core band title. If you like being as <laughs> yeah, it really is. If you like uh, being as Notion, check it out. If you like Silent Planet, check it out. Because on those heavy parts, they swing the fucking hammer. It's wild. It's really good. Like Thor's hammer. I uh, I quite enjoy it. Rest <laughs> in peace. I like how Gabe's just missing all, like just totally ignoring all my. <laughs> Uh, Side comments. These last two are, uh, are locals. Locals. Ooh. So L Famous dropped a new single called You Don't Know a Damn Thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when they played with uh, Every Time I Die in March, they're like, this is our last ever song because we're not a band anymore. And then he was like, just kidding. And I don't know if he was actually just kidding or what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like, because nobody was like, you know, we, we don't know them like that. Yeah. So they dropped a single. It's excellent. And then... Uh, Dead Ships dropped a single on Friday called Meaningless. It's quite excellent. You know, I'm a fan of the Dead Ships. So I'll be looking forward to that album. Actually, I, I want to throw out a, a quick shout out. Sure. To uh, my boy. Mm-hmm. My boy, Danny. Oh, he, yeah. He's dropping music, right? Yeah. He's Spotify. in a, a group called uh, Still World. I haven't checked it out yet, but I, I trust him. Uh, and I'm gonna, is he doing, is that metal or? I don't know. Uh, it looked kind of, I mean, these guys have like gauges in their ears and stuff. So I guess one, one could assume one could assume um, stuff. it's yeah it's a uh, still world he has like you said a new song that came out on spotify called dark days so go ahead and check that shit out i haven't listened to it yet but i'm sure it's good because he because yeah, yeah he put it on spotify and i'm like i don't use spotify so i'm gonna have to wait till it like a music video or something I'll comes out I use spotify. yeah so um yeah check that out man definitely yeah man and um good news we get a capsized single on the seventh the seventh this friday did they have like a clip of it out yet or no it's a very small clip, almost no audio. It sounds like, it almost sounds like the intro reel to, uh, uh, in regards to myself, yeah. 
Oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, that's in regards to myself. Cool. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're right. Okay, yeah. I'm just double checking. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's kind of that vibe. Glad to see them back. Mm, contenders, not pretenders, capsize. Oh, man. They're good so shit. excited. That's good shit. Bro, I'll just sue my shut if I never have to see your face again. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Get ready, man. Just start re-listening to everything. Man. That's a good shit right there. So, I think that pretty much wraps up. Actually, uh, and, and speaking of Atreyu and Ice Nine Kills, they're, touring. they're, they're going on a tour together. I thought um, that was a little shocked they, that Ice Nine didn't go the headliner route. I know they're doing a couple one-offs. For like the uh, it's not a one-offs. It's like a dozen dates that they're yeah, headlining. Yeah, a couple of one-offs, I said. A couple is two, Jacob. Oh, my God. Run that by your wife. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. They're doing a few. A few. One- I'm, I'm telling you, they're, they're going to be back in spring. They're going to be doing like bottom lounge, and they're going to have I think some they're gonna, nasty support. I think they're going to be in uh, Europe for spring, I think. You think so? Yeah. Because uh, they didn't announce a European tour, but. So I'm saying, so uh, they're going to do these and then they're going to do the Atreyu tour with Memphis Mayfire. A good lineup. Solid lineup. It's a good lineup, but my, we had this discussion. My, my, my whole thing was that I like Memphis Mayfire as much as the next guy, right? Mm-hmm. But at this point in time, wouldn't you say that Ice Nine is kind of bigger than Memphis? And Memphis doesn't even have an album coming out from as far as I know. So they you, haven't really done anything since 16, right? As far as I know, yeah. So I'm just... And know, I like them. Well, but, yeah, they're good. But my whole thing is like Ice Nine has a new album coming out. They're like, you know, they're full fledged. You saw the crowd at Warped. Mm-hmm. Why would you not put them above? Maybe because of the marquee Ooh. value, I guess. Oh, well. Um, but my thing is like, I agree with you. Uh, but what's the difference? Probably five, ten minutes of, of set time. Yeah, probably. It's probably going to get like a 45 minute set, probably 15 minutes more. I was going to, no, I was thinking um, the first band will probably get half an hour. Ice Nine will probably get 45, and Memphis will probably get 50 to 55 to an hour. <laughs> yeah okay and Atreyu is going to get uh, an hour whole and discography a hour, hour and a half bet I'm going <laughs> bet. I'm going so bet oh are you yeah I, I'm going to settle on it I'm going to take the, the bullet on that one <laughs> the bullet. copy that but, I have yet to decide on that one yeah but um, yeah man that's uh, is that the podcast that is the podcast that was the long well actually we probably had uh, bigger technical difficulties with Adam just sitting around doing nothing than we've had in this particular episode but it's okay man we had somebody to take take the blame i'll take the blame yeah you can do that yeah man capsize is for people who have yellow card stuff in their closet we did this already also wear eyeliner we're not doing the capsize again we did this already gotcha a couple episodes ago that's some good stuff you have to like prepare me for that you can't just raw dog it bro i got you you, man shit am i by my tv (laughs) uh hard pass yeah uh moving on all right so i think that's it man right that is it that was at 84, right? So, yeah, that's episode 84. Uh, be I'll, back. Uh, oh, quick question for you. You, you want to do the We're on Earth, or you want me to come back with some more? No, you do it. It's uh, your game. Gotcha. Uh, I'm, I'm the contestant on this, on this wonderful world. You're winning no money on this show. Yeah, uh, I know. It is what it is. But, yeah, uh, coming back next week with 85. Obviously, Halloween 3 review. Um, H3H3. Yep. And a bunch of other stuff I'm sure we're going to have on the agenda. I mean, Gabe will be back. Like and subscribe on all the places that you can like and subscribe we're also officially, because somebody rated our show, five-star show on iTunes. Finally. God nice. damn it. Um, we're officially a five-star rated show on, on iTunes. So go ahead and enjoy that. Good also, stuff. check us out on the Spotify's and the all that good stuff. Follow us on eBay. Uh, yeah. Friendster. <laughs> yeah. That deep. Deep. Oof. But yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys next week for that. And until then. Uh, enjoy your Labor Day. Enjoy your Labor Day. Have a good, safe one. I'm going to be at work tomorrow. God damn it. <laughs> but... Other than that, deuces.